Okay, why not? I'll go with you guys. Name's Goofy. I'm Sora. All for one, one for all. Bill, how are you doing? I'm doing good, thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I just want to see, can you give me your best happy face since this boat runs on happy faces? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts. Bill, this is a jam-packed episode because there is much more than I had even thought going into this that I have to explain. A lot of things were missing. Granted, none that were very important. Like, right. Well, it depends on your definition of important. Yeah. Um, but as always, we're going to start with the segment, Who Said That? Are you ready, Bill? Can you get three out of three this week? I'm hoping. Okay. So for those that don't know, Who Said That? It is where I give three quotes from Bill's half hour that he watched of Kingdom Hearts. And he tries to guess who said it. Alright, the first one. This boat runs on happy faces. Uh, Donald Duck. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say Donald Duck. Mainly. That's correct. That was an easy one. How can you not forget that line? We'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, we can go to other worlds in our vessel. We can go to other worlds in our vessel. Oh, gosh. I want to say... There's two in my head Okay. that I'm thinking of. Who are you thinking of? And then you got to narrow it down to one eventually. All right. I'm thinking of Goofy and Leon. Okay. Once again, it's we can go to other worlds in our vessel. I'm going to say Goofy. That is correct. So you're yes! two for three right now. Can you get the third one? Here it is. Will he be the one that conquers the darkness, or will the darkness swallow him? Once that, again, will he... That be, has... You, you know it already? Okay, I don't have to repeat I, it? Okay. I, I think it's Leon. You are incorrect. That <sighs> is Maleficent. <sighs> so you're still two out of three with this. You're listening to Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts, Season 1, Episode 2, titled... This Boat Runs on Happy Faces. So, Bill, you watched another half hour of Kingdom Hearts... Mm-hmm. let's get into it there's a lot that wasn't covered in the movie and again that movie is from gamers little playground on youtube uh, so i have to fill in some blanks and we have the first of a segment later on in the show which i'll explain so why don't you start off because this is all about your reaction okay so where i began is Sora getting sucked into this air hole, which eventually takes him to Traverse Town. Mm -hmm. 
and Donald and Goofy are already there, and Pluto. Pluto is not there very long. Um, and this is like this half hour is where I start to have my first couple of issues. Okay. But it's but but it's not big issues. Maybe because I don't play a lot of role playing games. Maybe this is why I have these issues. Okay. Um, one of them was you didn't hear some of the characters say their lines. Hmm. Like when Sora gets around from the gutter after uh, Pluto finds him and he sees the uh, shadow, the little shadows – and you have to read and it's like did they you know did they take the the vocals out did they take the voices out and then i think a big part that they really missed out on was when riku woke up Mm. that could have used a voice actor on that scene okay so so two things because um, it's interesting of, that you caught that of, of uh, you know the whole sometimes there's voiceover sometimes there's not. You have to remember this game in particular, I believe, came out in 2002, and mm-hmm. yes, they still do it today. I do think it's a issue of space. You know, like not everything's gonna have right. a voiceover because that does happen in other RPGs and that are also right. very very long. Mm-hmm. Well, the Riku one I, is, has an interesting story to it. Okay. The Riku situation wasn't in the original version of Kingdom Hearts. So Kingdom Hearts, when it was released in 2002, came out regularly, you know, regular. But yeah. then in Japan, they released something called a Final Mix. And it had some, I don't remember exactly, but it had um, some new cutscenes and... Uh, so a few, you know, new bosses, which we'll talk about when we get to it. Mm-hmm. Riku's scene that you saw was one of them. Okay. So certainly they're not going to say to the actor, hey, we want you to come back and just read these couple of sentences. All right, that makes sense. That makes much more sense. Um, I guess the... I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I... One, okay... This was more of me, like, shaking my head and sort of laughing about this part. Okay. The random person getting chased and then just <laughs> collapses and then the heart is just taken away. And also like, the only person that you see. Yes, the only person. It, it, it's like Temple of Doom, except the bad guy doesn't have to dig into the skin. It was just... <laughs> right. Um, okay, so a couple of notes here, not particularly for that, um, but one thing I forgot to mention to you. When this game was first introduced, it was actually promoted as Disney meets Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. And I've, I'm bringing this back to our episode one, when you had to ask those, answer those questions... Um, from the three people at the beginning, if you remember. Right. Those mm-hmm. are all Final Fantasy characters. But you wouldn't know that because you're not a Final Fantasy person. Right. And this guy, Leon, is also a Final Fantasy person. So there's a lot of those that you might not know them, but somebody out there was, like, excited about this. 
Yeah. And that was one thing that I also noticed. And, and, and it's not a complaint. I just noticed it and I was like, okay, it's, you know, 2002 is like when they do like, and it's mainly the Final Fantasy characters. It's not the Disney characters that it happens to. Mm-hmm. When they say a couple lines, the, like, you hear it, and then, like, the looking at the mouth doesn't match up. But I'm not really going to complain about it because that's happened in a lot of different things, both in video games and in cartoons in, in general. Right, I think that happens even today in Kingdom Hearts' latest games. Like, that. Yeah. But one thing I have noticed, as someone that's played this before, um, I feel like they do try to hide it in some ways. They take a lot mm-hmm. of more distant shots than I remember. Like, there's a... Specifically, Donald and Goofy are just walking along... Mm-hmm. And it starts off at a distance, so it, it's not as noticeable when you're not looking right at their face. Right. So tra- let's talk about Traverse Town, and because there's so many things that you can talk about with Traverse Town as far as like the lore of or the like the theories and stuff. But let's stick for now with this. So this is supposed to be a home of where people. Well, let's let's backtrack a little bit. You saw Donald and Goofy enter Traverse Town, Traverse mm-hmm. Town. Some people, I think, say Traverse. I don't know which one's right. Yeah, I'm not really sure either. Um, and they see a star going out. Yes. Now, did you put that together, that that was the island that just fell? No, I didn't. That's what that's supposed to symbolize. Ah. It's a pretty sad state of affair. These are the only people that made it from supposedly lots of stars that fell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that this group that you're interacting with is it. Like I mentioned, there's a lot of things in Traverse Town that you didn't see. Huey, Dewey, and Louie run the item shop, which you would not would not have seen. No, no. Um, did you notice later on in like the main where the main battle takes place, the Lady and the Tramp Fountain? I did. Okay. It was towards the end when I saw it. Then there's also a section where you go into a house and it's the 101 Dalmatians house. Hmm. Now what that is, it's a side quest. Because I'm going to tell you the saddest story, Bill. Are you ready? Yeah. The reason the 101 Dalmatians house is there and it's only Pongo. I want to say her name is Perita. I thought it was Percy. Are you talking about Pong, like the female dog? The female dog. I thought it was Perita. Well, look it up real quick. Yeah, let me look it up real quick. Well, I tell you this very sad story of they ask you to find their 99 puppies because their puppies have been scattered throughout many worlds. That is uh, what's going on there. Uh, let's see. Other. Also, I want to explain at this time about the... Um, there's a, something you would have missed is... Donald and Goofy are looking for the key. Sora, um, you know, is looking around and then eventually finds Leon, who again is a Final Fantasy character. They do a bit where, like, if you walk through a door, then in a distance somewhere else, you see Donald and Goofy coming into the screen and missing you because you just went into the door. Mm-hmm. And they do it like three or four times. <laughs> so that's something you would have missed. 
Did you find? Um, yeah. yeah, I did. You were. I, I think you're closer. It's Perdita. Perdita. Okay. Now the other the way that works is you go through worlds, you find the puppies, and then it's like if you get twenty five puppies, you get this. If you find forty of them, you get this. You know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Hi guys. While I might not have the adventures that Sora, Kyrie, and Riku have, you can follow me on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at House of Bill, and you can follow me on Instagram at MrBilliam85. Like I said, I might not have the adventures that Sora, Riku, and Kyrie have, but you can follow my adventures on social media. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to thank you for listening to Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts, and I would also like to thank Young Medicine for the cover song of Simple and Clean, the official theme song of Season 1 of Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts, and thank you to Gamer's Little Playground for the video in which we are going by for this episode. Let's talk about probably the most important scene other than... John, uh, Donald getting smashed by a door. <laughs> which, 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 by the way, what did you think of that? It was classic Disney. Tell me your thoughts on the meeting of the three. It came as sort of random. Mm-hmm. Because Donald and Goofy were doing their thing. Uh, Sora had fought with Leon, who is pro- is right now my least favorite character. Okay, and I do want to keep track of this stuff. I want to know who your least favorite and favorites are, but I also don't want to force you to right. like or not. So, like, if you're like, no, nah, I didn't really have any favorites or least favorites, or anyone that moved up the bill scale, I guess you would mm-hmm. say. And, I, I, you know, like, Sora lands on Donald and Goofy, and then they end up starting to fight together, and it's just a random pairing, in a for the most part. Because what you're doing is you're basically taking two groups, and you're putting them together as one group. Mm-hmm. So the question then becomes: Is it really like all of them together, or are Donald and Goofy like the comic relief? Are they to be taken seriously? How are we supposed to feel? That's a really good question for not only right now, but the entire series, the way you just said that. If are they are Donald and Goofy supposed to be taken seriously, or are they important? Cause like after we did the first episode, I thought Okay, Donald and Goofy are serious characters in this. Yeah, they'll have a couple, you know, maybe funny jokes here or there. But then here in the second one, especially when they meet, it's like, who's the leader of the of the team? Mm-hmm. And it's not really clear. But right. I guess I guess in this point, it's not supposed to be clear. Right. So they fight the uh the uh, the guard armor i believe he is called uh and then we get the basically the joining up what did you mm-hmm. think of that cuz i remember when i first played kingdom hearts and they did the whole um this boat runs on happy faces and he gives the smile i was like oh my god this is so disney right now it is it really is i mean 
that just was just pulled out like somebody's grandparents would have said that like we're not gonna go get us you know we're not gonna go see a movie unless you put your happy face on what did you think about the scene after because that also sets up really the entire rest of the plot yeah because that's the part with the villains yes now were you surprised about all these and i was and i was happy all right, well, give your thoughts. So the first scene ends, and then this comes up, and you hear... I forgot whose voice you hear first. You hear Hades first. Okay. Then Jafar. Then Ursula. Then Captain Hook, which I was happy for. Because <laughs> I didn't think Captain Hook would have fit in this story. Like, the other three definitely do. Because mm. they have the the mystical powers. Right. Captain Hook is just a guy with a hook, you know, mm-hmm. and and then the the villain from Nightmare Before Christmas, I don't remember his name. Oogie Boogie. Oogie Boogie. OK, thank you. And then Maleficent to wrap up the group. And I think she's the leader of that group. And that's the best person to have lead this group. Mm-hmm. Now, remember, it's 2002. At this point, when this game comes out, is there anyone else you would have put in there or replaced with anyone? It's like, don't give me a movie from like 2007. That's what I'm right. right. <laughs> I guess the only one, if I had the Switch, well, you don't have to. You could just say, no, these are all great. Well, they are great, but if I like the first one I thought of was the Evil Queen from Snow White. Hmm. Right. So, before we get to the first world, I mean, I guess technically Traverse slash Traverse Town is the first first. world, the first Disney-based world. Let me explain Mm -hmm. to you what the gummy ship is, which you saw in the first half hour. You saw what it looked like. It's a really boring space-shooting minigame, and it's the way that you get to each world. I mean, I think one time... I just said it like I wasn't even actually playing and just kept shooting and not even mm-hmm. watching, and I think I made it through. Like, it's <laughs> real, really bad, and I don't really think, in my opinion, the gummy ship hasn't been good at all during this whole series, and it's a shame that that's the way that you have to travel to other worlds. Um, but I'm saying this to you because as a viewer not playing the game, there's going to be a lot of jumps where they're in one place and then that it might seem awkward mm-hmm. and that's only because, well, they skipped the gameplay part of it, of the ship and the shooter shooting game. Oh, my fur misses. I'm late, I'm late, I'm late. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. I'm here, I should be there. Oh, I'm late, I'm late, I'm late. Oh, the queen, she'll have my head for sure. Let's talk about the first world, Bill. Was it a good call? Were you surprised by the first world? Um, yeah, I, I thought it was an interesting choice. You know, to go to Wonderland. Um, I like that they had the, the the rabbit. You know, keep it up with the I'm late, I'm late, whole deal. Um, they they stuck with the Alice in Wonderland story as far as like the characters go. 
Like the rabbit, the doorknob, the Cheshire cat, mm-hmm. Alice, uh, the Queen of Hearts. Actually, I think the Queen of Hearts might have actually been the scariest part of this half hour. <laughs> Why is that? Because <laughs> the way they do the zoom in for her when uh, the trial begins, she just has her eyes closed and then she just opens them right up and you see these two beady little black eyes and the voice starts going out and it's like, we're in trial today because you tried to take my heart. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, Oh Lord. Okay. I'm not going to, be- not going to mess with you. <laughs> and then this version of Alice, of course, I don't really remember the whole movie that well. Right. Of Alice in Wonderland. She's like, why would I do that? That's I wouldn't even think of doing such a thing. And it makes her sound less. It, it, it makes her sound more intimidated than anything mm-hmm. because she was already there in the movie and she somehow survived, you know, the red or, or the queen of hearts. Right. And here it, it makes her sound like she's here for the first time, has no idea what's happening and makes her look like a fool, actually. <laughs> By the way, one of the things I wanted to bring up, remember they bring up the meddling thing again. Mm-hmm. Which I always laugh because I'm like, guys, that's all you do. Mm-hmm. Is Basically. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're, not, we're not supposed to be muddling. <laughs> it's meddling. Um, okay, so, you're, so you go through Wonderland... And I think the last thing that you see, if I'm not correct, if I'm not mistaken, during this half hour, is you see that Alice is gone. Yeah. Okay, what did you think of that? Well, there were two thoughts that I had in mind. Either A, she somehow escaped, which I don't think is what happened, or she was kidnapped. And that's a real possibility that she was kidnapped. Must you be so loud? You woke me up. (sighs) Good morning. Good night. I need a bit more sleep. Wait, what do we have to do to grow small? Why don't you try the bottle? Over there. I'd like to circle back to what we heard earlier, because this is, again, a lot of the basics are discussed during this half hour, surprisingly. thought they, it would be spread out a little bit more, but it's not. So do you understand what the Heartless is? I think I do. All right, what did, what did, what did you take away from it that it is? The, the Heartless group is basically... Uh, it, it's this group that does not love, does not care... And they go after the people who do have hearts, who do care, who do love. That's what I took from it. Okay, so, I mean, it's, you're kind of right. It's it, The way I've always read it is, and they say it in the dialogue specifically, it's the darkness born of people's hearts. So when someone mm. passes, a, when someone dies, I guess... Um, there's, since there's darkness in the heart, then a heartless is created of them. And that's these beings. 
is right. heartless. And they um, go around and, I mean, they're basically causing trouble. That's that's what this is. And there's a whole mm-hmm. bunch of them. And it's going to get a little more detailed probably a little bit later for you in regards to different beings and all of that. But, you know, they talk about that. And then the Final Fantasy characters also mention um, about Ansem and his reports. Ansem was the leader of their world. Right. Um, did you catch any of that? Did... I, I did catch it, and I liked how Goofy said it. was like, Ansem? <laughs> like, it's like... What is what is that? Aunt Sam? There's some. There's definitely some weird lines that are said during this series, and in some of them, a weird way. Mm-hmm. That's one of them. Hi again, it's Jim, and I'm just giving you a reminder that you can check out my projects at that'spodcasting.com, and that's podcasting on Instagram and Twitter. You know, I, I was thinking about, and, and I sort of want to go back to uh, Traverse Town. There's a part where Leon and Sora have to they're they're being chased by the heartless. Mm-hmm. And there's a line in there where Leon says, "Don't go for the little ones. We got to go after the big one." And then what you see or what I saw was Sora never hits, never attacks any of them. He just goes for the next, you know, he goes for the door, which would be the second district, and then he'd do the same thing for the third district. I'm, I was a little confused in that, was he not supposed to attack them? Was he, was he going to lose his life if he attacked even one of them? I think what they, well, I know what it means. He's, it's supposed to be saying, hey, you can attack these guys all you want. You're not going to make any progress, basically. Like, All right. From the storyline standpoint, yeah. <laughs> like you gotta go for the big one, and that because then that's when the next cutscene comes in, and that's when you get the sword Donald and Goofy, um, you know, meeting or what. Right. And then there was another interesting part at the at at, at Wonderland after Sora, Donald, Goofy had gotten what they think was the evidence. <laughs> For no reason, here comes this fifth box. Right. So was the Queen of Hearts planting, you know, fake evidence against them to have them beheaded and, you know, get them found guilty? It's Wonderland is very confusing on I don't. And again, this is someone that's played the whole, or at least experienced the whole series. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think they want me to think it's a super important place, and then sometimes they make me think that it is not. Right. Most recently, they I think they're making me think that it's a very important place. So, uh, as far as this the evidence goes, I was like, I remember when that first happened, I was like, what? I gathered all these boxes for no reason? Although, although you can only you could do get away with only looking for three, because mm-hmm. I don't know if it was in the movie that the Cheshire Cat says if you want, there's a special surprise if you get all four of them. He, what I got was you can get three. The fourth one is hard to, or harder to find. 
Right, but there's a special surprise there, like if you got it, which I don't even I know don't, what it was. To be honest, I don't think it was in the movie. Okay, I think it's just like maybe an item that can help you. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. And then were you surprised that you have to fight the playing cards? Not really. <laughs> Although no, you, really, you don't really fight them. You can you can just hit that tower and yeah, be done with it. The like the tower part looked like the easiest part of the entire game because. <laughs> It's like, don't let the cards attack you, or else you're gone. And then all you got to do is just break this tower, and it's like the easiest thing in the world to do. Well, here's here's what would make it harder, though. I will say this. is Remember how you got the five evidence boxes? Yes. So, like, one of them is, I believe, is, like, Donald and Goofy pop out of it. Oh, gosh. And then what that does, that means that, for the battle, Donald and Goofy are still in cages, and then you could go and you'd have to like, you can you could free them if you want, oh. but or you can just keep attacking the thing, and be fine. Um, it depends on you know if you think you need the help or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So like that's there's there's some I know one of them is the heartless and then they still get mad at you and then one is either way you're fighting those those cards. <laughs> yeah, no matter what. no matter what you're getting those cards. Um. So the reason I brought up the the world the Final Fantasy characters are in is because that's going to lead into our new segment. There are Ansem reports. Okay. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to read one to you and get your reaction on what you think, if any, if they mean anything to you as far okay. as... Uh, I haven't decided... For this episode, we're only doing one. Because this episode already has a lot in it. Um, but obviously I missed one. So at some point I might do two Anson reports. At some point. I don't know. I haven't figured that out yet. All right. Um, okay, so this is the Anson report. Now, in in this game, you don't find these in order. Like, all over the different worlds. They're like yeah. the the Dalmatian puppies. Like, you mm-hmm. might find one here, one there. And you also don't find them in order. For the purposes of this show, I'm going to read, you know, the first one, and then next week is the second one, and so on and so on. Okay. Even though they're not found in order, I'm going to read them in order. Okay. All right, so here we go. Much of my life has been dedicated to the pursuit of knowledge. That knowledge has guarded this world well. Not a soul doubts that. I am blessed with people's smiles and respect. But though I am called a sage, there are things I do not understand. I believe darkness sleeps in every heart, no matter how pure. Given the chance, the smallest drop can spread and swallow the heart. I have witnessed it many times. Darkness. Darkness of the heart. How is it born? How does it come to affect us so? As ruler of this world, I must find the answers. I must find them before the world is lost to those taken by the darkness. Dang, that's dark. That's deep. (laughs) And that's only report one. I get, you know, I, I, I think where the importance is with that is trying to figure out how do we get to the dark, to our darkest part within our hearts. Mm-hmm. 
and it's like, how do you get there? How is it triggered? That's how I took it. This game's going to have a lot of the word dark slash darkness in it, by the way. I, I figure. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so what else do you have before we get into some predictions and theories, if you even have any? Cheshire Cat was not that much help. I he gave, don't he gave know. me riddles, but that was really about it. And he plays in the middle, I feel like. Mm-hmm. It didn't really seem... It did seem like he was helping, but also, like, not, if that makes any sense. Yeah, he was very neutral. Right. Um, do, I want to go back a little bit to... We, we have a character now that's on your scale of currently someone you don't like. We'll see if the, he drops even further in that category. But what I don't know if I don't think you explained it, so why don't you like Leon? He His just sword is a gun, Bill. I I guess what I don't like about him is just his character like he's just like, Oh, you're the chosen one. Oh great. It, it's almost like he should have been like he feels maybe he should have been the chosen one or he should have had the keyblade and he's been doing this for a long time and i just feel like he comes off a little bit as ungrateful mm-hmm. i understand like he may be you know the one or like the character that has the dark past but still the way he sounded he just comes off as just Oh, I can't get behind this guy. We'll see if Leon wins you over at all. And uh, like I said, whenever you have an alert, tell us of like if someone makes your list of I'm starting to not like this character. Or maybe Leon does something later that you're like, oh, now I really don't like this guy. Right. And on the flip side, if you're like, hey, I like this guy or girl. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if you really like them or not, if we start the game, I want to see your scales, Bill. Right. Um, I'm assuming at this point you don't have anyone in particular that you would put on the like yet. Everyone's pretty neutral. Yeah, pretty much everyone is neutral. Okay. Um, theories, predictions, anything from this episode? Ooh, um, at some point, Riku and Sora will meet up again. Uh, it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be later in the game. It's not gonna be in the next episode or the one after that. I think it's gonna be later. Um, I would not be surprised if Minnie get, I, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Minnie gets involved mm-hmm. at some point. Alright. Cause she, she just has that feeling of like, I need to be there. I need to help out. Okay, so your big prediction is Minnie and Sora and Riku will not meet each other again until the end, or towards the end. Yeah. Okay. All right, Bill. Well, next time on Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts, we're going to go the distance. (laughs) 